Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come for Batman. It's Dave for Anthony. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, with me as always. Hi, everybody. I'm Kenny Wendorski. And, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's been another week. I I went on a boat today. I am... I, I'm, I'm pretty happy that uh, today that we're doing this thing remotely because my webcam is not turned on. Uh, and so I can, I can sit around in my underwear, just letting the sunburn, just, uh, <laughs> just, uh, just, yeah, just sit out in the air. No need to put any cloth on that. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Of all the times they have a sunburn, I guess this is the time to do it. You know, <laughs> no one's going to judge. No one's going to see. Yeah, man. Being in underwear. Yeah. It's fine. You don't need pants. It's yeah, fine. exactly. I don't know. If I'd worn a shirt on the boat, I wouldn't be in this predicament in the first place. So, <laughs> well, oh, well. It's, it's hot. You know, go t- lose the shirt. Treat yourself. Yeah. Lose the shirt. Sun's out, guns out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, God. The water was gorgeous. It was, you know, just that right amount of cold to be just bracing when you get in. Mm-hmm. And then you, you get out, you dry off. And by the time you dry off, it's like, okay, it's time to get in again. Let's do this. What was the lake again? Uh, Lake Pleasant, which is uh, just like an hour northwest of uh, of Phoenix. Okay, I don't think I've been to yeah. that one. Uh, I've, I've been. Oh, it's beautiful. I've done. You got to get your ass up here. Salt River tubing. I've done that. Um, but yeah, that that was that's kind of so you know totally different. Uh, essentially, I think you choose. There's three different areas you can choose, and then. Uh, the long one is one that takes like all day, and then there's a short one, and mm. yeah, I got somewhere pretty bad on that one too, as I recall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody gets burnt, burnt bad on the Salt River. It yeah. doesn't matter who you are because you cannot keep the sunscreen on. No, you're, you're dangling your feet into the water, out of the water. They're they're getting toasted. Yeah, too bad. Deal with it. <laughs> uh, here, I could have come off better if I'd been a little more careful, but I wasn't. So eh, fuck it. <laughs> you know. As long as it doesn't peel, a sunburn isn't bad for you. And I don't think this one's going to peel. So I think I'll be all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of skin peeling off. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gross watched, sound, too. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> we watched his Silicon Soul today. Yeah. And I might, because I always say this word wrong. I, I know it's silicon, but. I know it, and, and it comes out of my mouth as silicone. So if you hear me uh, mispronounce it, uh, you know, my bad. It just comes out weird when I say it. Silicon. But yeah, I know silicone I'm Silicone is a different thing. Yeah. That's, um, <laughs> silicon is the, uh, yes, the correct. <laughs> I have so the, we open up. <laughs> I have the same thing with a, a curd. I have to think about it because I always want to say a cured. It occurred on the Tuesday that we went out. Not occurred, but anyway. (laughs) My brain don't work good. (laughs) Doctor, I'm a cured. (laughs) Have you heard that new band, The Cured? (laughs) Yeah, I love Blue Monday. (laughs) So we we open up. It's the middle of a thunderstorm. We are in basically the warehouse from Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, Florida ceiling, giant crates. Uh, there's three. I, I guess they're hired goons, even though we don't know who they're hired for. They're just goons. 
Yeah, and just just goons. They were not high. I mean, as far as we can tell, they're in business for themselves. So yeah. thieves anyway. So they got their crowbars, their crowbar in the way, opening up boxes. And one such box has Batman in it. Yeah, punches his way out like uh, like he's like some kind of revenant popping out of a coffin. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, yeah, he's just. There's Batman. He's ready to stop these guys. And uh, one of them, you know, tries to hit him with a crowbar. He tells him he's pathetic. Yep. Uh, fight ensues. There's one guy. He's freaking out. He kind of reminds me of the guy from Aliens, Bill Paxton's character. Well, that's great. That's just fucking great, man. Now what the fuck are we supposed to do? Yep. <laughs> he keeps Game saying, over, man. this isn't happening, man. This isn't happening, man. <laughs> uh takes out a gun and he actually shoots a Batman and successfully hits him. Yeah. He unloads a clip into Batman's guts. Yeah. <laughs> but Batman, instead of bleeding out all over the floor, like you might expect, just looks down and there's zappy wires and shit yeah. coming out of his, uh, coming out of his stomach. The man freaks out. You ain't human, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they book it out of there and obviously Batman's freaked out. He's, he's like, Oh, what is what the hell? Yeah, cut to stately Wayne Manor, and throughout this whole sequence, this opening sequence, it is dark, it is stormy, the lighting is beautiful. This is another Don Yang animated episode, and oh man, they knock it out of the park. It is really good animation. There's a couple of fluid action sequences where the flowing of the cape, um, mm. it's just the the fill of gravity is. I know I've used that before, but it's it's true in this one too. Uh, everything yep. has like a a realistic movement to it. Yep. So Alfred comes a uh, comes upon our robot Batman or Robatman as I will call him <laughs> from here on out. <laughs> robot. <laughs> yep. And uh, Alfred picks up on what's going on right away. Like, aha! You're one of those duplicates from uh, the Not Blade Runner episode. He did good. <laughs> he was like in uh, the the robot. He says like, yep. "Help me, Alfred! I I need your help." Clearly, look at me. Something's wrong. But Alfred, he's just no. I know what you are. I, I ain't messing with this. So yep. good on Alfred. Yep. Alfred flees to the Bat Cave, puts on a gas mask, and floods the place with knockout gas. That's pretty okay. interesting. That's a pretty <laughs> cool design. It's it's a a cool thing to have just in case of intruder. Uh, Alfred, you just said, "Hey, I know that you're a robot, and you thought that uh, that gas, you know." That knocks out human people was gonna stop it. <laughs> Not <laughs> you, you, that's a that's a negative two, negative yeah. two points there, Al. You you got one for identifying him as uh, as a duplicate. Negative two for uh... <laughs> maybe, maybe he uh, accidentally pushed the wrong button. Maybe there was a button that uh, shot lasers out or something, and in his haste, <laughs> he hit the gas button. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But uh, meanwhile, while all this is going on, the the crooks from before have been left dangling for Gotham PD to find. Gordon finds them, and he's just assumed, oh, Batman caught some crooks. But the real Batman shows up, and he's like, yeah, I didn't... Not me. Yeah. Uh, there's the Batarang, uh, and he gives it to Batman. He's like, so it would seem. And then Batman, from one of the guys who was freaking out, He's like, don't let him touch me, man. He ain't human, man. He's got some kind of microchip on him. So Batman yeah, pulls Gordon on his aside. Collar, which is weird. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was the placement of that was. <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? 
Uh, a little pulls, convenient. Yeah, way too convenient. Uh, but he pulls Gordon aside and says, hey, I didn't do this. So somebody's masquerading as me. Um, so that's where we cut to uh, he needs to find out. Crap, I can't remember now. Does he go back to the Batcave? He, he goes doesn't. to visit Carl Rossum. That's right. Yeah, from uh, from Heart of Steel. And now you introduced me to Big O. Yeah, this did scene I? was Big O as fuck. Yeah, that's right, huh? It was on Toonami. Okay, so kids, back in the day, <laughs> there was a show called Big O. It's an anime show. Essentially, it's a lot like Batman meets Voltron. Uh, yep. rich guy has a butler looks just like Alfred. And when big mech robots start destroying the city, he gets in a big robot machine called the big O. Um, yes, it was done by sunrise, uh, which is an, another animation studio that did some work on Batman, the animated series. And they kind of went off on their own and said, yeah, since that work's not coming anymore, we're just going to kind of make our own Japanese Batman. It's yeah. fine. And it was great. It was great for one season. Then they did a second season and it just, it wasn't as great. Yeah. Just, yeah. Stop at the, so the first season ends on a cliffhanger, but stop there anyway. <laughs> it's just, just let it be. Just, yeah. just enjoy imagining what might've been <laughs> if they had ever made a second season, which as far as you're concerned, they didn't. <laughs> exactly. Just use your own imagination. That's all. Yeah. It's just, a, it's a lady in the tiger type experience. Just go. enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's regular Batman goes, talks to Rossum. Rossum is now a farmer. Yep. Um, Growing tomatoes. But he's still got cool gadgets and gizmos that help, you know, uh, water plants and uh, tractors that work on their own and things of that yep. sort. And uh, he goes up to Ross and he's, and he's like, hey, you know, just so you know, there's somebody out there who's acting like me. Did you do this? No. Do you know what's going on? No. Just leave me alone. Okay. So Batman yep, leaves them alone. <laughs> yep. And that's, and that's uh, when Roe Batman shows up because he wants, he wants answers. He has, at this point... He's uh, talked to the Bat computer a little bit, found out the deal on duplicants, uh, and he's under the impression somebody has put me, Batman, Bruce Wayne, in a robot body for some reason. Yeah. Rossum, you gotta help me. And Rossum says, no, you you don't get it. You are just a robot. <laughs> and and uh, I liked what he said. He said, do you remember your first kiss? Do you remember um, the best steak that you've had recently? Just little yep. things that wouldn't be part of information and uh he can't he can't remember these things but uh that's when our real batman shows up luckily he did not leave he was hanging out the whole time and we have a nice little fight scene yep and long story short this greenhouse where they're all having their little meetings in uh comes crashing down in the course of this fight scene <laughs> and robatman jumps out uh leaves regular batman aside and saves Rossum from the collapsing building. Did you laugh? And then pieces out. <laughs> Did you laugh? Like it, it was a crash through a window, and uh, that's when it starts happening. It's like, oh, was that a load bearing window? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude. 
I definitely noticed that too. Like, um, <laughs> sure, why not? All right. Well. Yeah, it's there's there's some pretty heavy Batman logic happening here. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's cartoon logic. No, no doubt about it. That right. and the thing with the with the microchip just on the guy's collar for some reason. What? Yeah, certain certain <laughs> plot contrivances that don't quite hold up if you think too hard of, about it. Yeah, them. there's You're another one wrong. at the very, very end, but we'll get there when we get there. Yep. <laughs> uh, basically, now, uh, this guy, he, the robot, uh, yes. he's he's not to be found. He's disappeared, and Carl says, oh, man, we lost him. And Batman says, well, I think I know where he's going to go. Yep. Uh-huh. He went to the Gotham Police Department impound lot where the remains of Hardak, the master of computer from Heart of Steel, that uh, last time on Batman the Animated <laughs> Series, <laughs> yes. that tried to replace humanity with robots. <laughs> he, um, the robot, finds this yes. computer chip and he peels off his skin. And it's so gross sounding. It sounds like slime. Yep. It peels <laughs> off his skin. He's got this metal uh, skeleton face, kind of like a Terminator. And he puts it's very Terminator. So and we also Terminator. get lots of red, red tinted Terminator vision. Yeah, I had to, uh, I had to look it up. I mean, this would have been well after the first Terminator. This was about a year after Terminator Two: Judgment Day. That makes when sense. This episode aired. Yeah, so very clear Terminator influence here. Yeah, he puts the microchip in his head, and the microchip is the Hardag voice, and you get a little Hardag exposition, which. Is you know you're you're previously on Batman. I tried yep. to do this, um, but Hardak had created one last duplicate, and it was going to be a Bruce Wayne duplicate with all the information, knowing that he was Batman. It was dis- well, Hardak was destroyed in the previous episode, yep. and with all the belongings put away into storage, like Raiders of the Lost Ark, yep. and uh, all of a sudden his uh, duplicate went off and woke up, and so there's you're caught up to date, kids. Yep. <laughs> so at this point, the the whatever's left of Hardax programming was on this chip. It's now merged with Robatman, and now he's acting full robot. He's yeah. fine. Yeah. I'm fine. I will be Batman. I'm fine. <laughs> and the Hardax voice in his head says, "We are Hardax." At yeah. one point, he no longer uh, thinks that he's Bruce Wayne's brain in a robot body. Yeah, uh, and then so there, uh, real Batman shows up to the. Well, he has a fight with Batman. Yep, Batman tracks him to the impound lot. They have another fight. Uh, Hardak, Hardak Batman seems to have won. Returns to the Batcave and informs Alfred, "There is only one Batman now." <laughs> and he lays out his whole. This was uh, a couple years after. <laughs> Next generation, best of both worlds. He lays out his whole "you will be assimilated" resistance is futile speech. Yeah, yeah. says, "Yep, <laughs> Alfred, uh, you can keep cleaning up the Bat Cave until your replacement is ready. Uh, you just chill right there. I'm gonna be over here infecting every computer in the world through the Bat Computer with a with a virus that will uh, give me control of all defense satellites, and we're gonna get along with the business of." replacing with humanity here that's our new deal you, you good with that al that was nice that was nice so if you think about it you know he's got job security <laughs> yeah he's alfred's probably going to be the last human on earth with a job exactly so that was nice of him good good on yeah. him robat man uh yeah, exactly you've got the ticking clock going on on the computer 
of yep, when five this five minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's very James Bond esque, the ticking Ah yes, the ticking clock. <laughs> yes. Or clicking talk as it's called. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I said it right. Yay. Yay. Uh, Batman shows up and then we get ourselves a Batman versus bro Batman fight. Yep. Culminating in another sword fight. That's two sword fights in a row. And yeah, <laughs> between last week and this week. And there's, I'm, I'm a sucker for an episode ending sword fight. There's multiple layers of the Batcave. They keep jumping down uh, yep. from layer to layer. One point, it, it felt like they were retired fax machines that the robot man throws at Batman. And <laughs> then, <laughs> <laughs> um, but throughout this whole fight, real Batman is is monologuing at robot man. You know, you know, we don't kill, right? And since you're me, you don't kill either. You didn't kill me before. You saved Rossum's life. You're not gonna do this. You're a nice guy. You're you're gonna be cool. Yeah. And also, Ro Batman had some uh, chemicals thrown on his face, so he's got half, he's got like a two-face look. Yep, half um, robot face, half uh, half Batman cowl. And uh, it ends with Batman falling off a chasm. And Batman falls into his sad chasm. He fell into the sack. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he gets, Ro Batman gets sad. He gets real sad. That's what the chasm's for, is for sadness. Yeah, He's, he says, I've taken a life. I've become that which I hate, yep. and I can't believe it. He goes up to the computer, and he smashes it real good. Yep, and it explodes all up on his face. Take a shot, and yep. uh, he lands against the Batmobile, and then the sprinkler system goes off, in which it electrocutes for Batman. Yep, he's got all kinds of exposed wiring uh, from the explosion, and the, the electricity shuts him down. The light goes out of his eyes with just enough time for real Batman to opine to Alfred. Could it be it had a soul, Alfred? A soul of silicon, but a soul nonetheless. Now, Batman, <laughs> when he fell into the chasm, there is a random what looked like a pipe with a flashlight attached to it. Yeah, so I I always assumed that that was some kind of gadget that he pulled from his utility belt as he was falling, but it seems a little bulky. I'm not sure how that thing... I think that thing was in there. And why it was in there, I have no idea. This is another bat logic, just kind of let it happen. <laughs> no, it's... It's a metaphor, man. When you're when you're sinking in the depths of despair, no matter how dark your sad chasm is, <laughs> there's always a pipe with a light on it light. that you can yeah. cling to. <laughs> that's, that's, that's beautiful. That's, Who wrote that? Was that Wilson? That's that's, that's the title of my uh, of my self help book: the flashlight pipe in your sad chasm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get, yeah, that's right. Pre orders are going on right now. So. Get, get in there and uh, start start this uh, GoFundMe. <laughs> yep. uh, you know, the title, of course, taken from the popular song, Shine a Light in My Sad Chasm. <laughs> <laughs> very indie was, band. Uh... Very, very <laughs> yep. unique. But, uh, yeah, big deal when we were in college. Huge. Yeah, well, <laughs> not a lot of people know. That was a West African folk song first. And I Sad had no Chasm idea. Just did, a, just did a cover of it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they wrote the they wrote the English lyrics because the original lyrics were in Swahili. Yes, but 
I, I, I feel like they did a good job. They did. You know, within the structure of a rhyme scheme, really uh, getting getting the, the sense of the original. I think it translated better into English, if, it, if you ask me. So, yeah. You know, a, a lot of... A lot of bilingual English English Swahili speakers say that. Uh, <laughs> Swahili Which is Which is not... our primary uh, demographic with that listen yes. to bat rankings. If you are an English Swahili speaker, please let us know. Uh, use the hashtag bat rankings on Twitter or uh, leave us a voice message. Uh, anchor.fm slash bat rankings slash messages. And just let us know, do you think... <laughs> that the that sad chasm's English translation of the Swahili folk song "Shine a Light in My Sad Chasm." <laughs> Do you think it holds up, or or are you a purist for the original? No judgment. <laughs> Please let us know. We want to hear from you. <laughs> and where's the where's the clown tank? We want to know. <laughs> in the meantime, Kenny, does his silicon soul hold up? Yeah, it does. It really does. It's better than what, because when you would tell me that was the next one, I I think you could probably hear it in my voice. I'm like fuck. Yeah, you weren't looking forward to it. I did not want to see this one. It's it's just I didn't care for it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, rewatching it now, it's actually pretty dang entertaining. So this actually, the older I got, the more I appreciate this one. Nice. Yeah, I I concur. I this one lived up to all my memories of it. There were definitely some. Some plot conveniences, the load-bearing greenhouse wall, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the random computer chip on, on the dude's collar, the random computer chip sitting outside of the Hardak crate yeah. in the police impound lot that happened to be the chip that would restore Hardak's memories to Bat, to the robot man. Yeah, there's a lot of plot convenience, but it's beautifully animated and... The story it tells is simple, well told, and just a a nice, entertaining twenty two minutes of television. I think my issue was, and I have this with a lot of sequels. Sometimes mm-hmm. I just don't want a sequel. I think it's the story was so good. Just leave it. Don't touch it. Yep. I just want it as the way. Uh, my favorite movie of all time is The Matrix. Do not want to talk about the sequels. I just, I wish yes. the sequels never happened because I think the way the first movie ended was beautiful. It left a lot to the imagination and, but then you got the follow-ups and I, that's how I feel about the Silicon Silicon. So <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want another hard act story. I thought it ended in the proper sequence of events. Don't need any more about it, but going back, yeah, this is pretty good. Yep, I think much like Terminator 2, which is one of the better sequels of all time. Yeah. I think this is a sequel that works. Yeah. But let's see exactly how well it works in our master list of Jesus Christ, Can You Believe That We've Done 55 Episodes. <laughs> I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with Now, uh, you got, we got to turn on the science machine, though, right? Oh, yeah. Now, uh, the science machine, uh, much like the bat computer, uh, it's, it's semi-sentient, it talks, but uh, there are safeguards, it's got a restraining bolt. It will not, at any time, uh, attempt to hijack defense satellites and replace humanity. Well, that's so, good. So, yeah, we're good. And I know that you are currently not wearing any pants, so go ahead and just put on a lab coat. 
Yep, I'm not gonna button it though, because the, the sunburn's mostly on the front, so I'm just gonna just just wear it loose. That's like smart. I'm sure you yeah. got cream on there, you know, aloe. That's fine. Just yes. put on that lab coat. That's all I ask. Exactly. And and Kenny, if you would please uh, put your lab coats on. Yeah. And pants is off. There. Whoo! Ho ho! It's brisk, baby. All right, let's do this list. Two-Face, See No Evil, Harley and Ivy, Demon's Quest, Cat in the Club, Where the Grey Ghost, The Man Who Killed Batman, Almost Got Him, Perchance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I Am the Night, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favor, Feet of Clay, Clock King, Heart of Steel, What is Reality? If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, Zatanna, Dreams in Darkness, Off Balance, The Mechanic, Tiger Tiger, Appointment in Crime Alley, On Leather Wings, Christmas with the Joker, Mad as a Hatter, Blind as a Bat, Mudslide, Moon of the Wolf, Night of the Ninja, Fear of Victory, Shadow of the Bat, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Birds of a Feather, Be a Clown, The Cape and Cow Conspiracy, Paging the Crime Doctor, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, Nobody's Perfect, Terror in the Sky, Catch Red Fever, and I've got Batman in my basement! Yeah! <laughs> Feel good about that one. That, you did felt, great. Felt all right. Yeah. All right. Is his silicon soul better or worse than number 27, Nothing to Fear? I'm going to say better. That's the first uh, Scarecrow, right? Yeah, Nothing to Fear is the first Scarecrow. It is the one with Anthony. Oh, Anthony is, is top notch. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to beat Anthony. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll concur. I think the animation uh, was better in this one, and, and the pacing is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right. In that case, is his Silicon Soul better or worse than number 10, Robin's Reckoning? I think Robin's Reckoning is better. I concur. I think the pacing in his Silicon Soul was better, but Robin's Reckoning had... It was a real character story about the Batman and Robin relationship, and yeah. I appreciated that. Yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, you pretty much nailed it right there. All right. So, his Silicon Soul not making the top ten. But let's see if it's better or worse than number 20, Clock King. Oh, I think Clock King is better. Ooh. I, th I think we're going to have to get into some science on this one. Oh, no. Okay. I'm not, com I'm not committing to a knife fight over this, yeah. but I would be inclined to give the edge to his silicon soul. But let's see if we can break it down with science and, and come to some kind of scientific consensus on this thing. Okay. I okay. love the beginning of Clock King where we... We get all these comical things that happen to him that mm -hmm. results in him losing his job. So you get some comedy. Um, that is well done. I do like that. I always remember when we talk about Clock King, I remember the zooming in shot of him crying out in despair when yeah. his case is dismissed from court. That was really good. Um, I like the the music for the Clock King. It's this... Uh, like this mechanical winding sound with uh almost like mallets hitting the ground it's it's uh it's a nice music uh introduction for his character whereas we don't really have any memorable music for this one i you know this this one didn't like introduce a new light motif or anything like that i think the music was quite was quite strong 
I think it did what it needed to do for the story they were telling. It was it was dark, it was moody, it was it was bombastic when it needed to be without without calling attention to itself. Yeah. I I think that it's the Clock King I, has memorable music. Yeah, I, I think we can still give the edge to the Clock King's music. I just don't want to undersell this one. Right. Uh, Animation-wise, I do think it was better animated in the Silicon than Clock King. Close. Yeah, I would. Yeah. It's close. I would. I would concur with that. Yeah, the atmosphere in that first warehouse scene was mm, so good. Uh, I do love. So there are a couple of set pieces in Silicon, but I love that tower. That and the bank escape are great. It's uh, uh, really unique how he used the batarang to blow up an explosion, and he had the bags of money. And then I love all the whimsy and mechanicalness of the uh, conveyor belts and the gears and the gizmos of the, the clock itself. I'll, I agree with you on that. Weighed against that, I, I think the, the sci-fi idea of his silicon soul, this... It's it's a simple idea. It's a perfect idea for 22 minutes. You couldn't do it in a movie. Right. In a movie, there would just be too many questions. You wouldn't be able to stretch. But for a 22-minute episode of television, the just the high concept, the elevator pitch version of it's a robot Batman, but he learns that he can't kill because his creator made him too well. <laughs> That's a, That is a cool idea that I think is well realized here. That is pretty good. Although I like the idea of just a guy looking for revenge. Simple storyline of, of just guy mad that he lost his job and takes it out on the wrong people. That, that said this episode, his Silicon soul was, was a tour de force for Kevin Conroy and it's hard to beat Kevin Conroy when it comes to a good performance <laughs> in dual roles as Batman and as Robatman. That's true. Double up on the Conroy. Double your Conroy, double your fun. That's true. And That's what you... I say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will concur. All right. It's, ooh, it's a close thing. I'm glad we got down to the science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. In that case, is his Silicon Soul better or worse? Bumping up just one more on the list. Better or worse than number 19, Feet of Clay. Oh, no. I, I think that one's better. Yeah, I, th I think it is close because this is like the perfect 22 minutes. And Feet of Clay, pacing-wise, as, as many two-parters... That that second part was so much stronger than the first part, visually and also, yeah, just all around. Mm -hmm. But performance-wise, Matt Hagen, that's that was a really good performance. We got some good Daggett. Yeah, performance-wise, you get the uh, scary kind of chunky lady who turns into <laughs> Max Hagen, Matt Hagen. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I think there's more fun. I wouldn't say fun because that was like a horror episode. That yeah. that episode, it was spooky as hell. And it still stuck with me. 
I think that one is just about as good as you can get. Uh, yeah, had some good mooks. We had germs and numbers. That's remember right. those boys? I do yep. remember <laughs> with the interrogation cloth. <laughs> yep. yep. So, so okay. I, I will concur. And that puts... His silicon soul at our new number 20. Okay. Just below Feet of Clay and just above Clock King. All right. All right. And that does place his silicon soul two spots above Heart of Steel, which is sitting at the new number 22 spot. Wow. Yeah. I didn't... You know what? When we were talking about Terminator 2, I almost said, you know, I would consider... His Silicon Soul, much like Terminator 2, one of the rare sequels that's slightly better than the original. Well, there you go. But I didn't want to, I I didn't want to say that until we had proven it with science, and now we have. <laughs> Good old science, you know. Yeah, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. That's science. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, very cool. Yeah, I'm glad we I'm glad we watched this one because I was not looking forward to this at all, and it was a pleasant surprise. All right, let's see what kind of extraordinary science we'll be doing next week. I already saw it. Uh, I'm not looking forward to this one either. Let's see here. It's the uh, Fire on Olympus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you too, huh? <laughs> I, you know, I I remember this one being one of those... One of those that I have a bit of a soft spot for, if you just turn off your brain and just see it as a goofy, campy, dumb lark, you can have some fun with it, but it we'll, is, we'll see. I have a feeling you'll probably like it because you liked Prophecy of Doom. This I was one about to say, is the yeah. kind of a side, <laughs> a sibling <laughs> to that in a sense. So, But then again, who knows? You might loathe it. I don't know. We'll find out next week. Yeah, we will find out next week. And until next week, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Weiski TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter, twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton, or youtube.com slash HBI2K. And you can always find the two of us here at anchor.fm slash batrankings, where you can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. You can give us a five-star review on that podcast service should you so desire we'd appreciate that and for those of you who have already hit that support button and pledged one five or ten dollars a month to help us keep the lights on help us pay our internet bills help us buy microphones that we can record remotely (laughs) boy we appreciate it yes thank you very much for the support everybody it's 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 it came in very handy during this quarantine thank you very much Absolutely. All right. We will see you guys next week for Fire on Olympus. Woo! I guess. <laughs> <laughs>